after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It's that time of the night where you get in touch and have your say on the day's football discussion. Whether that is Celtic's 5 0 win, whether it's the news that Juranovic is away to speak to his new club and that Jakimakis might be because there's a lot going on in the background. Whether you want to build up to Rangers game at McDermott Park and tell us that Michael Beale has picked the right or the wrong team. Maybe you want to reflect on games at Gayfield or there's extra time still going on in Paisley eventually. Uh, Kilmarnock getting over the line at home to Dumbarton. So whatever it is, 0141951-1025 or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Maybe not the shock-filled day that some people hope for when the Cups come around, Gordon, but there's there's still time for things to take a bit of a turn. Yeah, um, I think it would be a shock if Rangers could put out with St Johnston tonight, especially the form that St Johnston are in. Uh, Dundee, St Myrna are still going at Paisley, Championship side. That could be a shock there. I think all eyes today, I've got to say, were probably up in a broth. If you look at that fixture for Motherwell, going up there under pressure, new centre half in, you know, making his debut, drops Van Veen to the bench, changes one or two things about, difficult place. But as Fraser put in his report there, it seemed a comfortable cup win. And that'll do Motherwell all the, the world the good, Gordon. Celtic cruised it today. And uh, Rangers will be hoping to get their name in the job tomorrow beside them. Alex Gogic has missed an unbelievable sitter from two yards. Oh. Stephen Robinson, who got to two cup finals when he was a Motherwell manager, maybe starting to fear that it is not his day. Um, it's been a decent day, Hugh. Still, like we said, still time for it to get a bit more dramatic. Yeah, I, I the Celtic game uh, carried controversy in the form of uh, VAR's interference. Dougie Emery, the Morton manager saying afterwards VAR is killing the game. Ange Postacoglu updating everyone on two fronts. Giacomacchus not considered today because there's a lot going on in the background. In other words, his head's all over the place and he wants out quickly. And also, confirmation that Josip Juranovic has gone to Germany to join Union Berlin. And uh, he will leave with the, the words of praise ringing in his ears from Ange Postacoglu that... Juranovic was a key component in the winning of the league title last season. Right, let's go to the phones. 01419511025. And let's bring in Alec, who's a Celtic fan, to kick us off. What do you think of the game earlier, Alec? Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, obviously, the penalty incident with Doug Effie. Not in a million years was that a penalty. I absolutely hate to see it. It was never a penalty. I was actually hoping that Big Ange would have said to the Celtic player taking it, stick it over the bar, just to put, just to show this bar up, because it's becoming an absolute joke now. It really is. There's no way in the world was that a penalty kick. I think the one the second half was more a penalty when they fell backwards, but it really is spoiling the game. We're standing about there for five, six minutes. The referee's running over, he's coming back. It's never a penalty, never in a million years. You're a very charitable man though, Alec, especially in a season where we've had lots of calls from Celtic fans feeling they've been hard done by. You're never deliberately missing the penalty, are you? We've been hard done by, Gordon, but we've been hard done by, obviously, the VAR, but there's got to be a line drawn here. There really has got to be a line drawn that it's up to the... If the referee thinks it might be a penalty, see this guy sitting... I mean, the, the play actually went on for two or three minutes before he called it back. There's no way the referee... And you can see the referee saying to people, it's no my fault, it's no my fault, you know. It really has got to be a clear-cut 
decision for these people sitting in the, 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 the dark room, wherever it is to sit, because no way in the world was that a penalty kick. Oh, look, this goes back to the, the worst thing that they ever started mentioning with VAR anywhere, like I said, Premier League, international, whatever, was that it would only intervene for clear and obvious errors, Mark. Because yeah. who who out there thinks that was a clear and obvious error? So you've got that. Um, a couple of other things, you know, because Alex says, you know, it took a while, but bear in mind, they had to wait for a stoppage in play. I think mm-hmm. that, that was it first and foremost. So in terms of that side of it, you know, again, these, th- these things happen. But yeah, I think we need to get away from the time thing. A lot of people moan about how long it's taking. Now I don't mind; they can take all the time in the world if they want, as long as they come to the right conclusion. Sure, but some people would say if you're taking well, two things: the time to actually start the checks different because you're waiting for a stoppage yeah. in play. Then the time from when that we've chatted before. If it, it takes is, that long, it's it not the error? initial. Incidents sometimes have to trace back things before they get sure. to an incident that we think's the the, the offence. But I think the officials in the VR room are making us much seem much harder than it actually is. You know, decisions like today. You know, there was everybody I think can agree that it wasn't a penalty, apart from a select few. Unfortunately, it's that select few that's ruling the game I and think ruining the game again. You know, we're getting used to VAR and the drama and, and talking about VAR killing the game. We've uh-huh. to, to revisit something we said earlier, Hugh. Surely it's no coincidence that, I couldn't put a percentage on it, the vast majority of our controversy is around the handball rule. Like, you're always going to argue about tackles, right? But you can pff, you can make your peace with that. Offsides is offside. You yeah. shrug your shoulders, you get on with it. So yes, VAR in itself has its problems But clearly there's an issue with the handball rule Because it's all we're speaking about every week There were lots of VAR decisions taken at Celtic St Mirren midweek And they were all correct uh, And you know, it, before the introduction of VAR Then an illegal goal might have been scored by St Mirren And they might have got away with it So that's the good side of it The bad side of it is whenever this handball rule comes into play we are witnessing the most eccentric decisions being taken and we have created a new game and an unsafe, unsound game. My fear is that both the cup finals will be decided by decisions that are wrong, taken by VAR, supported by referees who have now given up their responsibility to be the man in charge. And my fear is that before the season is out, there will be... Major blunders Yeah but, but What is wrong That's that's the point We very rarely argue About VAR tackles okay. VAR issues of Violent conduct That get the odd one Here and there But it's very rare All we're doing every week Is arguing About VAR Handball calls mm. Which tells you Yes VAR has its issues But it is the combination Of VAR And the handball Rule that's given us the real drama. That's not, a, that's not a, that's not a bold, controversial take. Just ask yourself, what are we speaking about every week? Yeah, there's a lot of positives to VAR. I know that some people out there don't like it. Some players are moaning about it now, but it's here to stay. Let's be honest. Um, my my concern is, I think we need to address the handball rule. I really do. I think that needs to come under a spotlight. We have to get a grip on that because. Right now, I think Dougie Emery came out and said that today it's ruining the game. Well, VAR does play a very important part in it, as in your offsides and, um, you know, it highlights maybe something that the, the referees missed. But the handball rule for me is the mm. one, if we're going to go forward, 
will need to be sorted uh, Alec what about the game itself uh, we, we happy enough with it some interesting comments as well afterwards about Jakimakis and Juranovic are they, are they both on their way they're both away Obviously As Anne said in the telly Last week If a player wants to go Well he's not going to babysit them Let them go You know They don't want to be there uh, thank, I thank them both For their service But they don't want to be there Bye bye uh, One player that I'm, 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 I can add it in Is The boy that we got For, for Argentina Burnaby I, I just don't think The boy's got it I was going to ask Mark Wilson about that he's, I think he gave the ball away About ten times today you know, I don't know if you're, you're I actually count it because I, I don't think he's a good enough player for Celtic. He's played against teams that are only attacking. I mean, Ange didn't trust him against Rangers a couple of weeks ago there. He's obviously trust him against the likes of Morton today, but he still gave the, way, the ball away loads of times today, Mark. Yeah, Alec, I have to agree with you. Um, I thought he started his Celtic career well. I thought he came in, he looked lively, and he looked like he fitted the mould in terms of getting up and down the pitch. Defensively, um, would be a concern for me I've seen today People just come by him Like he wasn't there I saw that last week as well um, And Alex Wright In the first half He's used to the ball Wasn't good enough I think he's got a lot of Improvement to do I think he still deserves time Look at The guy that's in front of him At left back For instance Kind of written off You know People think he wasn't good enough And now he is the standout Left back And probably the best In the country So I think he deserves time But he needs to improve Quickly Because with Juranovic away, Taylor not fit, mm. then he has to he has to be the man to step up and make that position his own for the time being. I think I think you've been a bit hard on him so far. Um, I think he's come into a different brand of football, a massive club. He knows he's got a big challenge with the way Taylor's been playing at left back. I think given time uh, and obviously working under Postecoglou and adapting to the Scottish game. I think he's. I think he's got a lot in his locker and a lot to offer. Uh, thank you to Alec. Let's bring in Marshall, who's a Morton fan. How do you look back on it, Marshall? Well, I was up at the game today, and obviously, decision same. Any time you play a big two, there's always a bad decision that goes against you. I don't care. Like if it's the first goal that goes in, I'm not bothered about it. But it's always the first goal that kills you, and that's the second time you've played with, with a, pe- a dodgy penalty. So I don't know what he's feel about. Was it was it one Are you going back to Jim Duffy used to always complain Was it one that was given Inside the box When it was outside before Or something Is that the one you're I thought it was ringing a bell I know Jim Duffy wasn't happy At the time um, you, All you can do is Hold your hands up And say Marshall is correct It was not a penalty The previous call Alec a Celtic supporter Said Never in a million years Was it a penalty um, I think The one thing that VAR misses out it's common sense I don't know how the people in the, the, the VAR room the, the video assistant referee himself Can come to the conclusion That is a penalty kick And then Even worse for me Is that Kevin Clancy A very experienced official Goes to the monitor And plays the game Is complicit in A very very bad decision Did not have the nerve to say Look guys Thanks very much You've sent me to the monitor I'm here I'm looking That's not I think that's the worst thing Because VAR's designed For there to be a fail safe For there to be two opinions That there you go There's a call Go and look at this And you've got Two wrong decisions mm. By the Well all of us agree That it's two yeah. wrong decisions 
And then they pack up for the day And they go away ah, And they'll have their debrief What did they chat about When they look back in that? I've never felt that strongly I mean it would be great for us right But I've never felt that strongly About referees Or the refereeing department Explaining decisions I can uh-huh. get why they don't do it There's probably a reason They don't really do it In any other leagues And I've never felt that strongly about it I, But I do wonder if it's getting to that That stage Hugh Because Because the way these handballs are Mounting up and you say, you know, the VAR's got it wrong and Kevin Clancy's complicit. What what I would what I think would be beneficial for us to know now, maybe the VAR tonight is saying, Hugh Evans, you're talking rubbish. That's a penalty because X, Y, and Z. And Kevin Clancy then says, I agree, that's mm. a penalty because yeah. of X, Y, and Z. And it would maybe make many make it a bit easier to understand because that that's all I see when you're on this side of the desk. It's the great thing. I don't need to decide whether they're penalties or not. Mm-hmm. You guys do. My my test on here is always can I understand why that's been given? I'm gonna read the rules and can I at least understand it and then for me doing this job, I can present both sides of the argument and on we go. But I've struggled to I cannot see why that's a penalty today. Many Same years as ago, the, the Matt O'Reilly one. The SFA tried something called whistleblower where they put referees up and they were asked to explain themselves. They had to abandon the scheme because mm. it was becoming a weekly occurrence and it was making the referee <coughs> profession in Scotland look stupid. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's that because I, I get the I get there's so many problems with it. And if it, you know if you're waiting till like a Monday and then you get this sanitised public uh, published explanation, and I take the rest point. No one ever wants them to explain. The right decisions People are just there to wait And pounce on them Having made a perceived mistake in it So I, I, I do totally get it I just mean Specifically with this Type of thing Because it's week on week but With I, the handballs Can you tell us What, what bit what We are bit, in a world of FA now Are they going a bit to um, Educating us In what they're seeing the rules Well because we're in a world now does Where communication has moved on From what Hugh just described mm. there Now it doesn't need to be A referee in front of a camera Although I've argued for years, I don't see the problem in that. You know, referees explaining. We ask young players to go in front of cameras and explain when they've had a mistake or they've done something that's untoward, and that's no problem. Yet you get a lawyer or someone in high profession who we mollycoddle and say it's not possible. But it could be a tweet. It could be some other form of communication that could explain that decision I have to admit I am torn on it I'm probably just being a bit selfish because it's at the stage where I, I don't I genuinely don't understand some of the handball decisions I feel like that phrase gets thrown about too much and I get a bit frustrated when you hear people saying oh I don't even know what the handball rule is because it, but it shouldn't be this way and it is getting that way um, like for instance I keep seeing tweets saying ha huh, the one in the second half's more of a penalty than the first with F.A. Ambrose. But actually it's not because there is guidance in the rule which tells you if a player is going down and it's his supporting hand, the hand that is between him and the ground, then it shouldn't be a penalty. So you go, okay, I get that. I don't mm-hmm. need to agree with it, but I get it. I don't know what bit. I don't know what bit. There, there's a, there's a, there are paragraphs, bullet points in the handball rule which talks about if the ball is cleared by a teammate If it comes off a teammate Who's in close proximity Which it clearly did For F.A. Ambrose mm-hmm. Is it You know Is he making his body Unnaturally bigger Not no. really Then if you're talking about The guidance Rather than the rules We keep hearing this stuff About the ball going towards the goal Is it going towards no. the goal? No you, you could not say it was So The only thing You would maybe Have a bit of debate Hugh Marshall's saying It's the first goal So that's the one That sets the tone That's the one that kills you Uh huh 
Which I get But I also get Hold on a minute Celtic won 5 nil, And it wouldn't have changed anything But How do you feel? Dougie Emery said That the first 15 minutes Everything going fine And then to quote Dougie Emery Good old VAR Came into play um, So it, it changed the progress of the game Morton had started The better team When the penalty comes in And Celtic are one up The Morton just fell apart after that And Celtic to be fair With the great players that they have Just took advantage of the situation You explained things there to us Gordon That should have been going through Kevin Clancy said And my biggest disappointment Is that Kevin Clancy didn't look at the monitor And say How on earth can I give a penalty for that? The game goes away from Morton Within that five minute spell Now I think everybody will agree that Celtic would have went on Won the game for me comfortably But as you go there as underdogs And the first thing that's going to be so important Is if timing of the first goal If you can defend for your life And keep Celtic out All of a sudden you can grow in confidence But they lost the penalty kick I think the heads went down right away And within minutes they were 2-0 down the cup tie was away from them Now of course everybody's saying Celtic would have ran out comfortable But that is not the case In the sense of You need to try and keep yourself in the game It changed it And Celtic went on very comfortable To go through to the next round Yeah I mean Inevitably It was a 5-0 win With good goals And lots of intrigue And we're doing it We're, we're making it the star of the show Which Hans Postacoglu was always, I like that line from him to you never wanted that to be the case It's hard not it's, to it's hard Because not it to. catches up yeah. with every team It's, it's not just affecting one team You've just probably got to strike a balance Don't you? Yeah yeah. But every manager Every team's going to go through this It's not about a conspiracy Against one team And it favours another It's affecting everybody This handball nonsense now And we need to clear it up Because it is making the game you know It's just losing the fun The well, game now As soon as that ball Goes in the box I would hate to be a defender Nowadays Because as soon as it goes in You know there's every opportunity The ref's going to hold his hand To his ear Next minute It's a check And it's a penalty against you And you don't know um, What you've done wrong in really In January of last year Ange Postacoglu In a post-match interview Said you like discussing Decisions here mate Don't you A year later He's saying that The mistakes that have been made Against Celtic Cannot be evened out VAR has annoyed Ange Postacoglu intensely And we've arrived at a stage Where managers are talking about VAR killing the game I go back to the point Referees aren't doing themselves Or the game a favour By being complicit By being sent to a monitor And agreeing with a decision That is clearly nonsensical Unless they actually think it makes sense well, This in, is the bit I know, you, I know case, you feel like I'm being really picky when I say that But I actually think that is an important in, in that case, distinction In that case the game is being run yeah. by People who have a different view of football To the majority yeah. of people who watch football in this country I, I, You'd like to think Although this is then meant to be Tweaking it and clarif- clarifying it But you'd like to think IFAB are you know, paying some sort of attention because we, we can tell ourselves it is just us But it's not no, We watched the World no, Cup Two of the other terrible handball decisions we've seen this season Conor Goldson got one against them in Europe Matt O'Reilly got one against them in Europe From a mm. referee who went on and did high profile games mm. at the World Cup there, there was Rangers against Napoli Did Rangers not benefit from a crazy handball decision That then got overturned by VAR But again that referee who somehow saw it in the first place 
So all of these things are perfectly All of these historical moments are perfectly valid However, we can only discuss Since the implementation of VAR in this country We've invented a new game No, but again, Hugh, that's, that's a great soundbite but acknowledge that the main source of this new game that's been invented is the handball bit of it. Yeah, but... As pointed out with all the examples that are happening elsewhere. And I go back to Kevin Clancy. So we've not invented a new game. When you Kevin, say we, who do you mean? The people who work the machinery and the referees, because referees are now complicit in wrong decisions being allowed to influence games. Well we've got another big game coming up It's between St Johnston and Rangers And it kicks off in about 5 minutes time We'll go back there next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Not far away from kickoff at McDermott Park Let's go back there and get a build up to the game And recap of the teams with Gabriel Yes, thank you, Gordon. The Scottish Cup is in full flow. The defending champions, Rangers, begin their campaign here in Perth under peculiar circumstances. They've been given three stands at McDermott Park. They've sold over 7,000 tickets, packing them out. It sounds like a home game in here for Rangers, and there are as little as 500 home supporters. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, those St. Johnson fans are in the main stand, but on the whole, many have boycotted the ticket sales, and you can see their point of view. Now, of course, uh, there is a financial importance to selling as many tickets as possible, but they're giving up, essentially giving up home advantage. Don't forget, this is the club that won the Scottish Cup, the Cup double, in 2021. Fans here will believe they can win this game. And on top of that, they were the last team to beat Rangers. They won here in November 2-1 in one of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's final games in charge. Well, since then, Michael Beale has come in. He's got seven wins and a draw to his name. Half of those matches, his team have had to come from behind to win. He's made three changes from their 3-2 win over Kilmarnock in midweek. Alan McGregor comes back into the goal. Ryan Jack and Malik Tillman return as well, with McLaughlin, Kamara and Arfield all dropping to the bench. The team is as follows. 4-3-3 formation. McGregor in goal. Uh, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davis and Borna Barisic to the back four. John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack will be in the middle of the park with Malik Tillman just in front of them. Uh, Fashion Sakala is on the right wing. Ryan Kent on the left and Alfredo Morelos leads the line. And the substitutes are McLaughlin, Cholak, Kamara, Sands, Wright, Arfield, King, Divine and Lowry. Well, what about the Perth Saints then? They are going through a real tough spell on the park. Five losses in a row. Some shocking form since that World Cup break ended. Uh, Cam Davis has made five changes from their 4-2 defeat to Livingston last weekend with Brian McPherson, Phillips, Halberg and McLennan all coming in. They are lining up in a 3-5-2 formation. Remy Matthews is in goal. James Brown, Liam Gordon and Andy Constein will be the back three. Uh, Trey Wright will play right wing back with Adam Montgomery, left wing back, Cam McPherson, Daniel Phillips and Melka Halberg in the middle of the park. Connor McLennan will play just off Stevie May. Uh, the substitutes are Parrish, Mitchell, Murphy, Clark, Wotherspoon, Bear, Crawford, Carey and Gallagher. The two teams uh, have just come out onto the field, shaking hands as we speak. Uh, St. Johnston in their home blue and Rangers in their orange away strip. It must be said, the pitch like many across the country at the moment, is not in the best condition. Uh, the goal mouse particularly poor, as well as the near side to the main stand just in front of me. Uh, Stephen McLean is the referee here. And yes, there will be VAR in place. Andrew Dallas is in charge of that. Uh, Rangers just handing their tracksuits back on the sideline here, getting ready to begin their defence of the trophy. And it starts here. Kickoff is next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. The unthinkable happened, Hugh Keevans. Oh. Maybe you are what is known in the profession as a cup specialist. Oh. You predicted Celtic would win 5 0, did you yes. know? And yes. they did. So go on then, give us the Rangers outcome. 3 0. I'll go 3-1 Rangers I'll go 2-0 so Rangers a comfortable evening all round Yeah Yeah I can't see Rangers yeah. losing there tonight I mean Hugh Gabriel summed it up well Strange circumstances I know nothing is black and white in Scottish football And, and people will try and You know Present all sides of an argument But if If you've ended up with a cup tie where you've got 7,000 away fans And 500 of your own fans Yeah Something has gone wrong Drastically wrong I think Stephen Brown And his father Jeff Brown Have been Nothing short of Magnificent For St Johnston What custodians of the club They have been They took them from The old uh, uh, Muirton Park To the state of the art Then McDermott Park They have been wonderful They have won trophies For St Johnston more than the club had won in its history before they took over. They've been wonderful. They have made an awful mess of this. And they have betrayed their own supporters. And it's where they go from here that intrigues me. Because they'll go out of the cup tonight. They've lost the last five league games on the bounce. How do you win back the fans that you have disillusioned? And disillusioned on so many fronts. £30 for a ticket for a game that's live on television. £20 for concessions, too high, and giving three stands, effectively giving up home advantage to your rivals. How do they get back from here? Stephen Brown, and they're, you know, Stephen's going to step down shortly. They're looking for a buyer for the club. A buyer for the club needs to have a club that has a happy supporter base, not a supporter base that has decided to boycott the club. If the players, though, do the job and it's over to them now and, and beat Rangers do you think the fans will be back for the next round yep I think they will be yeah but you're, you're I honestly don't get what point that makes though. Honest, that, that to me is like a th- no. blazing over the bar from two yards like that's what not the mean? way it, like no I'm not saying it's right but I'm saying the fans will be back but what it is it's over to the players who's asking yeah. how, they, how they get out of this right, so, but, but, so fine then on the pitch though, what's been given up is Gabriel's given up home advantage no, I, listen, I agree time. with you but what I'm saying is how do they get back is getting into the next round getting the fans back maybe doing a, a mm. gesture for them then to slash the prices it is too late mm. for them to but make amends run, now. that's harsh then isn't it so, so now the challenge is go on players really yeah. really 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 upset the odds knock out Rangers in front of none of your own fans so that we can then try and make it back yeah. up to the fans well, that's what I said it's, right. it's over to the players now he's put the players in that position so I'm just answering Hugh's question how did he get out oh, of it yeah, you're, you're giving us a one night solution to what could yeah. be a long term problem if you've eroded all the trust and belief yeah. and whatever yeah. that you had in your football club and you know, I've never thought of Perth as a burning football town, but they do have a decent support, and they have had cause for celebration in the form of winning the Scottish Cup and the League Cup. But this business has set man, woman, and child against the local club. Penalties to be taken at Hamilton Ackies against oh. Ross County and at Firhill. Oh. And by the way, we're heading for it in Paisley. Paisley. The west of Scotland is a hotbed for penalty shootouts right now uh, We're a bit behind in Paisley because that game uh, was delayed uh, And we are up and running at 
uh, McDermott Park, and it, that even that mark, just because we've never seen it before, we've all watched loads of games at McDermott Park on TV. To see that stand opposite the tunnel, full to the brim of Rangers fans, is weird. Yeah, the only time I can remember it being close to that is was it Galatasaray that came, um, and St. Johnson had a good crowd in that night. I still don't even think it was full that night, so pretty odd. Um, I mean, how much would they be making off of that? I, I mean, well, listen, I don't want off you make decent money, money? but n- not if a couple of hundred folk decide to give up their season ticket for the next couple of years, mm. then you've, <laughs> you've yeah, you sacrificed that. Yeah, St. Um, Johnston get £24,000 tonight, television money. That's their money, £24,000. Um, so they may feel, well, we are minimising our losses by giving Rangers three stands. I'm sure they are tonight. Yeah, but they have not factored in how this would play with the people of Perth. Uh, right, let me try and keep you up to speed with these penalty shootouts because we've got two that are already st- or are starting now and one that's about four or five minutes away uh, in Paisley. And, Gordon, you keep a close eye on St. Johnson Rangers to make sure we don't miss anything mm-hmm. in that one. Anything that has jumped out at you from the first four minutes? Um, no, the game's um, just started at a decent pace, Gordon. St. Johnson trying to come on the front foot, but giving the ball away um, cheaply. Um, Rangers just trying to settle into the game. I think this will be a good game. I think uh, there'll be goals here tonight, no doubt on that. Um, and I think that Rangers, with that big support and the players in the team that they've got, I think they'll be good enough to put themselves into next round. Dunfermline missed their first penalty. Kyle Benedictus, who scored one during oh. the game, hit the bar. Uh, and then Aaron Muirhead scored for Partick Thistle So advantage Thistle early on in that one mm. and, uh, The big shock for me is Ross County uh, Again, yeah. uh, I think that's huge Hamilton been so poor this season So mm. a great result already for John Rankin To get his team two penalties And they've gave, given themselves every chance To get into yeah. the next round Where they might get a big draw as well If they manage that Absolutely. Worth a few quid Kyle McDonald scored for them Fairman. So pulls them level but advantage still Partick Thistle there It's much better this way I think Plenty of finish oh. Much better than the replay Yeah I've got a bit, a bit of sympathy Because yeah, you can imagine I don't, What would be a good example of this Not none necessarily today But well if we're talking about paydays You know if, mm. if St Johnson were to get something here And then Ibrooks. you get to go to Ibrooks Get your 50% If that's a smaller team Then fair enough um, So I, I get that And it's maybe a shame But I think for the the sort of speed the fluidity of the competition you yeah yeah especially the amount of games that are going on nowadays Gordon and I, 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 when I played it was uh, the replay and if you got a team like Rangers or Celtic at mm. say Starts Park you want a draw to get back to Ibrox. and we're going to penalties in Paisley David Friel we certainly are Gordon no no not um, the greatest extra time was a bit tense couple of chances in the first half second half not so much so penalties it is, the refs are just deciding where it's going to be um, played in front of the D fans away to my right or the St Man fans to my left. And I'm just reminded Trevor Carson for Motherwell 2020 against Coleraine. Now the St Man keeper, he saved three in that shootout, the Motherwell one, so it's history about to repeat itself. Hamilton Ackies have beaten Ross County 5-3 on penalties. There's your cup shock, Hugh, yeah. and it's not one that any of you predicted. Lowly oh. championship, Hamilton beating albeit lowly Premiership Ross County uh, but that is not one that many of you predicted and they've won it on penalties Hamilton have had a very poor season they are bottom of the Championship I understand that Ross County are much better being bottom of the Premiership 
But that still has to go down as a shock Well, my Dundee one be a shock? Stolen the Absolutely Yeah, yeah be still similar. the cards It would be yeah. similar But so, that's a huge one For Malky Mackay Bought me the table <laughs> Out the cup to Hamilton mm. And let's remember Hamilton Four points adrift Of our yeah, both yeah. So that's a, I'll be a long journey up that uh, M9 <laughs> <laughs> you got it in well the done knowledge you've been lacking in that today um, anyway good point from David Field Trevor Carson uh, I don't know why my gut feeling as, as a Motherwell keeper was always that he was amazing and I thought he should have got closer to more penalties and then he went and saved three against Coleraine in that shootout in Europe so David Field is exactly spot on and we'll see if that can be the difference this evening so we've already had one shock then one confirmed shock Hamilton Ackies beating Ross County 5-3 on penalties uh, where is that Dunfermline Partick Thistle one at that can't be far away um, was that your fact for Hamilton tomorrow 1-5-3 on penalties yeah probably against Ross Partick County. Thistle are through they've won 4-2 on penalties against Dunfermline so it wouldn't have been the biggest shock But they've survived it Championship mm-hmm. opposition They are through it's, it's not how you get through It's getting yeah, through absolutely. Look forward to You know Six o'clock tomorrow Who they're going to get in the draw It's all the excitement uh, That adds to the Scottish Cup So Well done Partick Thistle They got there Yeah Partick Thistle and Hamilton Ackies Then Through so far They're going to be taken at the home end In Paisley <clears throat> So that's Left as you look from the tunnel Isn't it? Yeah Yeah You're sitting in the The press box if you like Not that people pay attention to that But if you're standing in the tunnel Look left And that's the way the go- the, the penalties are going to be taken Is that the non-Glasgow airport end? Yes Would you say? Right <laughs> That's case, a better description case, uh, any, yeah. any distractions I know which, which side you're talking about now There we are uh, Brophy's going to take first Adam Legsden's has taken his times at the old mind games Oh yeah From the, the Dundee keeper You do not want to miss a penalty kick in a, in a cup tie You really don't Does uh, anything jumping out yet from uh, Perth, sorry Gordon No, 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 not really Game just settling down Gordon Neither goalkeeper had any saves to make Ten minutes coming up on the clock um, You know, Rangers most of the possession Try to use the width of the pitch, get their two full backs on it, get them high up the pitch. Uh, St Johnston just uh, defending well, and uh, both sides guilty a little bit of giving the ball away cheaply. With no VAR, and I know it's gone to extra time and penalties, obviously, but David Friel is staring at a six o'clock finish for a three yeah, o'clock game. To slam up. They've not taken them yet, they're still waiting because of these mind games or whatever it is that's going on. Bizarre. That's from the, the World Cup, the goalkeeper remembered. Yeah. As long as Trevor Carson doesn't do any similar gestures with his gloves when he's finished <laughs> towards David Field, you would have liked that, huh? The Argentine. He didn't goalie. watch the World Cup, remember? Oh, of course. World Cup Eamon Brophy stands up to take the first one, and it's saved by Adam Legsden's St. Mirren. The shock is on. Up against it early on. Still a long way to go in the shootout, but advantage. Rudden is going to step up Remember signed Was that around this Thistle time last year? Was it Thistle here came from? Yeah I think this time last year to Dundee I'm just looking at a number of Premiership clubs Who could be out Before the draw takes place I mean Either Hibs or Hearts will go out so Steady on Because Zach Ruddens has been saved as well oh. So we're back all square Right I'll put that away again <laughs> <laughs> You can just store it Give it a couple of minutes We'll see That's oh. annoying isn't it? You want to press home the advantage yeah. If the other team misses first Mark O'Hara 
He scored a few penalties Scored some unconvincing ones though, didn't he? In fact He missed one But it came off the post, post And hit the goalkeeper And went in Not too long ago It was a thing I never watched a penalty As a manager Look away Yeah Mark O'Hara Scores Nice penalty from him High into the net Always takes a bit of confidence That Mark Wilson Yeah yeah. Uh, what was your style? Uh, I stuck with low Yeah Always Down the middle Always slow No just to the, the goalie's left My right <coughs> Funny enough That's where I used to play some Right okay That's good Half hearted claims I think Fashion Sakala felt He was held back Didn't look like There was a lot of contact He, he was initially held back And then the hand was removed mm. And then he went He went to ground Kind of reminded though Rangers got one like that At Easter Road yeah. Didn't they Remember yeah. Bashiri and Cholak I, yeah. um, I thought that was a penalty That day that, that, the Oh my goodness day. Now Kwame Thomas Has stood up Man's And his has been this. saved Two out of two For Trevor Carson David Field called it yeah, He's the man He did In the penalty shootouts And it could be Over very soon For Dundee So Not many shocks On the cards today Well done to Hamilton Ackies They knocked out Ross County Do you fancy a Lanarkshire derby In the next round? Oh that would be brilliant Listen Well done to Hamilton You know they've had a rough rough time The managers come under A lot of criticism They got a good result Was it last weekend as well I called it Um, When someone was can't, couldn't make it to the game He was in his bed or something I said you'll get a result So that's you It's did. been a good you week It's been a good week for them well Grieve done. steps up for St Mirren And scores So very much advantage St Mirren at this point And uh, I think Cameron Is up next So it's Tense I think Is the way you would describe it Not a great deal happening in Perth by the way I think you can probably tell from the lack of updates. The one thing you would say, Saint, on oh, that saved as well. Oh, well, that's incredible! Oh, Absolutely incredible. Trevor Carson saved three out of three penalties. He saved the three for. Well done, well done, Saint Mirren. That is incredible. Yeah. Good on him. The post he called it. He did. He's delivered. He knows his stuff yep again. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Uh, oh, that should see surely. Saint Mirren through. Oh yeah. If There's you save three penalties and your team don't go through yeah. you, <laughs> you know where to point the finger. I've done my job. St Johnston are going for it a bit, Mark. They've got a bit of territory, oh. haven't they? They're getting forward. Well, they tried the old <sighs> uh, schools to Beckham corner there when they worked themselves up the pitch and won a corner. You know, the the chip to the edge of the yeah, box. Except however, they don't have Beckham or schools. So that, and that is problematic. Side. So I would have taken even greater technique to reverse that. <laughs> And put that in target from Brown Could mm. With a bit more honesty Go down. Could Brown have gone down in the box there? Yes yes. St Mirren I, are through St Mirren have won on penalties Well done to them Yeah I, I, I Brown goes Nutmegs goes into the box There's a little bit of contact but He stays on his feet If he goes down is there a VAR closer look? I think they need to go down for it to be no, VAR check though. You know that. You know the way yeah. it works, unfortunately. Just sometimes. Anyway, we'll be back after these. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. First real chance of the game at McDermott Park, and it goes the way of Rangers. It was a good cross from Ryan Kent, an acrobatic volley from Fashion Sakala, but he got it all wrong. And it flies well wide Yeah I think that he'll be Disappointed with it Great play with Kent Terrific ball in Sakala He's got to have Better technique He's in good form I think he's one of the Players that's um, You know Improved under Michael Beale He's getting a run of games um, But I think he When he looks back at that 
That's a good, good chance. You'll be disappointed. I, mean, I suppose any any volley marker there is it's a, it's not an easy technique. So not not a sitter. Not that he definitely should have scored, but probably that he should have done better than he did. Well, he should have took the acrobatic out of it because he didn't need to kind of throw himself up in the air like that. I thought it was a great ball from Kent, sitting nicely for him. Of course, it's going to be difficult. He gets a good connection, but he just kind of gets it all wrong. So it was a chance. It's. Uh, Went by for Rangers And to sum it up Daz says In his day The other ones That he buried Uh, Would it be fair to say Hugh Whilst not doing anything Outrageous St Johnson have offered A bit more territory Than you maybe Would have thought Um, I I quite like the way St Johnson have started the game Um, Given that uh, They've been kind of Sold down the river By their own club uh, Turning it into A Rangers home match I think they've shown uh, Good determination Um Callum Davidson a very difficult night for the St Johnston manager but we're early yet you know we're, we're 19 minutes into the game uh, Rangers haven't yet got into their stride what about that St Mirren victory on penalties 3-0 Trevor Carson saving all three penalties from Dundee well in a penalty shootout the goalkeeper's usually the hero Gordon he's the one that saves you and Carson's got a track record, as David Frill mentioned just before the penalty kick shootout. And he's produced for his team. And uh, Stephen Robinson, he will not be caring. He's in the next round. He'll be looking forward to a draw tomorrow. See, the post he's got to go downstairs now and get his coats and all the rest of it. He, he won't be home for about nine o'clock tonight. I wonder the chances. Was that the last. If that was the last penalty shootout Trevor Carson was involved in, I'm not sure if it was, but imagine. Saving six Six out of six, six, out of six. Well, it. it might not have been in that order But imagine saving six across two penalty shootouts That's good That's good back goalkeeping Not bad at all I think the St Johnston Ultras are making a bit of a point They might not be in the stadium But they've gathered in the corner Outside McDermott Park Letting off some Full firework display Trying to make a, yeah. a statement yeah. Just panned out there And you've seen one explode over the stadium So Yeah, not happy As I say the, the, It's where St Johnston go from here um, The results are poor uh, the supporter base is now disillusioned How do you win them back? And that's the job that Stephen Brown has While trying to sell the club to someone And say, look, you want, you want to buy this place Oh, terrific club Big fan base here Where? Mm. Mark, as a player, would that bother you? Because as a player, it wouldn't bother me that there's going to agree, no mm. Not really, on the day yeah, uh, I, I knew the job I, in could, hand Yeah, and plus if I, you're that. playing in front of a, a, big, a big crowd and I think no matter, okay, Rangers have got the obviously the majority mm-hmm. of it. But I think it helps you as a player playing yeah, in front of good crowds. What about more than the ninety minutes though? Surely at some point in the week, even or when you've, you know, somewhere in the back of your head, you think I'm playing with a club that's fan that the fan base is so disconnected from the club right now. I know you're not that deep, right? But at yeah. some point, that that's not great, is it? Every, no, in I, an ideal world, would you not want to play for a team where that it was the opposite of that? You know, you felt everyone was pulling in the one direction. Yeah, I, th- I think if it, everything's that all the boxes are ticked, of course. But I'm just saying, on a on a night that you're playing a cup tie, I would rather play in front of a full house. Um, I just think it brings out the atmosphere, and you it brings out that's what you play football for to play in front of supporters um, and. Obviously, yeah, I'd be a wee bit disappointed with your own fan base, but it's all about winning games. But if it's like selling a house, if you say to the, the people who have come to view the house, there's damp rot in the living room and there's a leak upstairs in the bathroom, but other than that, it's fine. 
Yeah, we've been there. I'm sure everyone listening's going, yeah, that sounds <laughs> My last right. Last. <laughs> you get the home I'll report buy it. <laughs> He's asking for a home report, don't worry. I can see Hugh Keevans has taken his indoor shoes off And swapped them for his outdoor shoes Yeah he's ready to go Must be time to go He's sat them on the window ledge look <laughs> to, to just <laughs> air them out before he takes them home Brilliant That's great uh, Where are we? difference between them we've the, reached... the, the ham and cheese piece was very nice Even though there was no cheese in it Would you be tempted again? Knowing oh, that it yeah, cost yeah, about yeah. £6.50 well, As long as Callum's paying That's about ticket to booth I thought you might say that he keeps buzzing in my ear £8 There must be like admin fees or something There's no way One of those 12 inch sandwiches Is now setting you back £8 I'd be getting a couple of quid back They forgot yeah. to put in the cheese No cheese Yeah Get a wee voucher maybe Callum I'll bring a complain. wee dairy lee in for you next week Oh there's a blast from the past A wee dairy Triangle Yeah Peel I'll the foil exactly. off and just eat it straight away Oh, oh. beautiful I, I think I might bring in a bottle of red sauce next week Very <laughs> <laughs> sugar uh, right, your final time to tell me uh, what's happening in McDermott Park. Borna Barisic swings a corner that's easily held by Remy Matthews. Anything else doing? Not really. Uh, 23 in the clock. Rangers, probably the best chance with Sakala. Uh, St Johnston are trying to get themselves forward, but uh, we need a wee bit more goal mouth action. Yeah, not been great so far, Hugh. No, uh, but to their credit, St Johnston are making. Light of the fact that the ground belongs to Rangers In terms of supporters And they are giving a, a sturdy account of themselves But no chances either end so far to speak of How would you sum up the day so far? For Celtic, easy For the like of St Mirren and Kilmarnock, not so easy For Ross County, a shock losing to the Championship's bottom club Hamilton Ackies And the draw tomorrow, so... Drumchapel United can still dream Drumchapel United versus Celtic in Ken Fawn's drive Ah but we're not there yet because we've got the small matter of an Edinburgh derby tomorrow Hibs against Hearts and even on Monday the size the history of Aberdeen can you imagine the shockwaves if they were to go out to west of Scotland League Darvel that will take place on Monday night so we look back on it all from Six on Monday Make sure you join us Mark Wilson And Roger Hanna Are here from six And in the meantime I don't know if he'll be happy After that result At Celtic Park But George Bowie's up next With the GBX